Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. This is an English summary. It's just a translation of the Majlis of Hazrat Mawlana Qamru Zaman Sahib Damat Barakatuhum, which took place on Tuesday, the 26th of Rabi'ul Awal, 1443, corresponding with the English date, 2nd of November 2021. This Majlis took place after the Ishraq Salat at Baytul Azkar, the residence of Hazrat Wala Damat Barakatuhum. Hazrat Wala starts off by quoting the ayat of the Quran in Majid, Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna. Irujji ila rabbiki radiyatan marudiyya, fadkhuli fi ibadi, wadkhuli jannati. Thereafter, Hazrat Wala goes on to say that, I have this kitab on taqdeer in front of me. Hazrat Tanwi rahimahullah went to Makkah Mukarramah to go and spend time in the company of Hazrat Haji Imdadullah rahimahullah. At that time, now look at the trust, the faith and the confidence this Sheikh Hazrat Haji Imdadullah has in his disciple and his murid. He says, Ashraf Ali, I want you to translate this kitab. It will be of tremendous benefit to the people. <coughs> so Hazrat Anwi rahimahullah goes on and he translates this particular kitab. And this is the kitab that we are reading, the Talim, or we're having today's majlis uh, from. Sheikh Iskandari, rahimahullah, goes on to say, that person whose mind and intelligence becomes complete and his nur is vast, then from the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he would have sukoon. Sukoon would come down and descend upon him. His nafs would not be restless anymore. It would become peaceful and contented. And he would have complete trust and faith in Musabbibul Azbab, the creator of the means, Allah Rabbul Izzat. So the nafs becomes mutma'in and calm and contented. And in front of the hukam and the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it becomes completely uh, subservient. And it would not walk beyond what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. And he would be now helped by the nur from the unseen. And instead of making plans and schemes and doing this and that, he would be right in front of taqdeer and accept that. He would un uh, accept the hukam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely and he would have this type of yaqeen all the time that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, watching is that not sufficient that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is watching is it not sufficient for you Allah ta'ala is hazir and nadir so Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ayyatuhan nafsul mutma'inna. O oh, the contented soul, return happily, well pleased to your Rabb while he is pleased uh, with you. You know, this nisbat is, and this connection with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is so amazing and tremendous. On one occasion, when we went to Canada, Abdullah said to the people there, You know, people come here to Canada. And they all go and see this some type of famous thing, etc. 
And he started questioning about that to understand what is it about, etc. And this ordinary simpleton, how we would actually say, uh, maybe even an ignorant person, jahil person, what is he saying? No, don't go. Noor bujayegi. Don't go, don't go. Your noor would get extinguished. Here, one of the areas here, Itala, we went, myself and Hazrat Maulana Muhammad Ahmad Saab, Hazrat Wala is saying, and when we reached the place and Hazrat looked at the venue and he understood and he calculated and he summed up everything and he said, listen, I made parhez and I was cautious of not going to such places in my entire life. I've come to the end of my life and I wish to continue on this which I had established. Nevertheless, you may go if you wish. I mean, he was so severe and strict in this particular regard, absolutely. In fact, even his near and dear ones, rather his own children. You know, Hazrat Shaykh al-Hadith uh, writes and he says that this nisbat, to get it, this grand connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may be sometimes simple. But to lose it, uh, I mean, it, to, to gain it, it's simple. But to keep it, to maintain it is difficult. It is difficult. You have to go under some type of sacrifice. You have to do some type of mujahada. And this would actually be the nourishment of those who are madly in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala create some type of fikr and concern within us that we look after and we make hifazat of this nisbat. Shaykh al-Hadith goes on to say that How many of the shuyukh and the mashayikh we have seen them falling from this position? Meaning they got the nisbat, everything. And after that everything was lost. You know, in this path, I'll tell you three type of terminologies. One is wukuf. A person is in this path and then he's not moving forward. He's just stationary. And one is even worse than that. Is ruju, not even stationary, but loses everything. Not even lose everything, complete deterioration. Going backwards. Going backwards. And the last one is that of suluk, chalna. So, wukuf, ruk jana, ruju, piche chale jana, and suluk is chalna. You, you're on this path and uh, you are walking. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is speaking about this nafs. And Allah ta'ala is speaking about this contented soul. And Allah ta'ala says, that listen, in this dunya, you were pleased with my ahkam. Come, today I am pleased with you. Why are you wasting time here? Go, enter into my servants. Enter among my chosen bondsmen. Mona Hakim Akhtar Saab, Hazarwala goes on to quote him and says that he would speak abundantly about this and he would establish from this particular ayat that from this, the fazilat, the virtue and the merit of suhbat is established. 
that even at the time of death a person is told about going to enter into the chosen servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and going to meet them. And what can we say? Somebody has the desire to meet Abu Bakr. And somebody has the desire to meet Imam Shafi. Hazrat Maulana Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to say that at least one time in the 24 hours, ask Allah for Jannah. Even Jannah will become pleased and he would say to Allah, this person is desirous of me, enter him into me. You know, here people go on to the rickshaw and you understand it, two people can sit on the rickshaw but sometimes what would happen is that three people would sit onto the rickshaw and then from the distance you say, oh no, what's happening here? The police are there at the main intersection. So already from the distance, one of them jumps off. But the policeman is vigilant. He's watching. He's got his eye on you. Nevertheless, the one starts walking as if he knows nothing about the people of the rickshaw. And the people of the rickshaw tells him, let us pass over. And when we pass over, a good few meters later, then you jump on. The policeman understands all of this. You pass him. He doesn't say a word because he understands that you were considerate about the law and you have some importance attached in your heart towards the law. And then, how much more? Should we not be considerate about the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Huffatil Jannah bil makari wa huffatil nar bi shahawat. The Jannah has been surrounded by uh, difficulties with things which are against our nafs, which we do not want to do. Wa huffatil nar bi shahawat. And Jahannam has been surrounded by uh, passions and desires and lust something that we want to do. And by doing that, I mean, we would enter into Jannah. And by carrying out that which we do not actually want to do, it's hard on our nafs, we actually gain entry into Jannah and Paradise. So this nisbat, looking after this nisbat, Asake, غير, mere khana dil mein kaise? How can anyone, how can an outsider come into my heart when the thought of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala itself is my God, there at the front door of my heart. We have created insan and we know very well what his mind and his heart is even thinking and talking about, echoing. You know, Hazrat Tanvi rahimahullah used to say that if I have to go to a hundred doors, in the search of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I would have went. Thereafter, Hazrat Wala goes on to say, what can I tell you about Hazrat Tanwi? The amount of doors and the amount of mashayikh that he went to, to go and sit and learn at their feet. You know, when the first time I went to Hazrat Mawlana Ali Miyasab, his impression was what? That people did not understand the matlab of Hazrat. And he would go on to say that wahtad matlab, they did not understand the matlab the meaning of wahdat matlab, that this is my sheikh and he is for my uh, Islam and reformation. They did not even understand that fully. You know, Mawlana Abrarul Haq, from amongst the distinguished uh, disciples of Hazrat Tanwi Rahimahullah, on one occasion, he said to us specifically, uh, referring that how come these people did not come? That, what was it? It was some type of a tribalism? What was it? that they did not attend, I mean, they could not even come to greet. Nevertheless, he was pointing out and teaching us something. 
But today, Hazrat Wala goes on to say, there is only shaksiyat, that each person thinks himself to be that personality. So, I mean, so where would he go? Where would he go and learn? And who would he go and meet? Etc. So, he would go on to say, that, That man is fortunate indeed, who does not have the strait of tribalism in him. That he's prepared to go out. He will sit under this one and that one. And he will learn from them. He will look and he will learn. The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes on to say, Allahumma ardina warda anna. Oh Allah, please us. You please us. You make us pleased with your ahkam. Whatever you had make us, made us mukallaf in this dunya. What taqdeer, whatever it was. Warda anna. And you also be pleased with us. Now look at that. Look at this dua. We do not put our trust in this, that and the other. It is directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another dua is that of Allahumma kun lana waj'alna lak. Oh Allah, you become ours and make us yours. You know this dua, I actually uh, learned from uh, Hakim Nanumiya of Gango. What can I say? All these people are my muslih. Wherever I went, somebody told me something. Somebody told me to read this, to do that, to do that. Other. And he quotes and he writes that Hazrat whenever he would read this dua, he would become completely satisfied and contented. What can I say about my, tell you about myself? Hazrat goes on to say, My Shuyukh, Hazrat Monar Shah Wasiullah Sahab, Monar Muhammad Ahmad Sahab, Monar Abrarul Haq Sahab, Monar Ali Miya Sahab, Monar Habibur Rahman Azmi Sahab. So, when you have become happily well pleased with your Rabb, then Allah Ta'ala becomes well pleased uh, with you. This station and this maqam of Riza is very, very high. It is a very great station. What I'll tell you about Sayyidina Rifai, Sayyidina Ahmad Rifai, rahimahullah, he said that people were waiting in these long, long lines, all to enter the grand court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But all these lines that they were piling up in and gathering were the lines and cues of ibadat and ta'at. And then he said, let me go to that door of ajz, ajizi, inkisari, helplessness, humility, the expression of helplessness in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, I went through that door. There was no one. I entered. There was no queue, no problem, because that is something that is not found in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But rather, it is that which insan needs to adopt. Okay. So let's continue with the kitab. So in this ayat here, we learn that in this dunya as well, I mean we learn, I mean the kitab, Sheikh Iskandari rahimahullah is going to say that in the dunya, it is uh, the jannat of obedience. That is also something else. This dunya is the jannat of obedience. That when you obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya, this dunya is a meaning that is jannat on its own. And the mashur and the famous, famous Jannah, we all know about that. And that is in the Akhirat. 
Okay. Hazratwala goes on to say, and he says that when a person is hungry, the amount of humility that comes to him is unexplainable. In fact, all that ananiyat and pride and everything goes away. So much so that a person will bow down and even ask for something as simple as roti. What can I tell you about the incident of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam when he gave the flock of the daughters of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam water to, to drink for the animals. And when he finishes with all of that, he doesn't even ask them for anything. Rather, he asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean, he turns and he goes and he makes his direction and his way towards that of the shade. It also shows us that he did not go and go and stand in uh, the sun. And on the riwayat of Ali radiallahu ta'ala an, Musa alayhi salatu wasalam at that point actually turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for roti and bread. Look at the surah of the Quran where Allah Ta'ala says, Qul huwa Allahu ahad, Allahu samad, lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakullahu kufuwan ahad. In this particular surah, Allah Ta'ala is saying, Say, He Allah is one. And then Allah says, Allah is independent. Now these two particular sentences are stating and speaking about the qualities of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala which are uh, a confirmation thubuti ithbati and thereafter lam yalid one walam yulad two and the third one walam yakullahu kufuwan ahad he has no children he is not the, anyone's child number two and number three there is none equal to him so in this particular surah we find three ithbati qualities of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah is like this that uh, sorry two two ithbati Allah is like this and like that. And the other three are salbi qualities, meaning, and Allah is not like this, and Allah is not like that, and Allah is not like that in the description of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know this kitab of minds that I am making so much of mehnat on, years have passed. It's a translation of, uh, you know, ma'inum min ash-shama'il. And one of the specialities of this particular kitab is the author speaks so much about the Salbi qualities that the individual, whether it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in describing them that they are not like this and not like that and not like that. Just to give you an example, humility is a thubuti quality and not to have pride is the Salbi description. Quality, Qana'at and contentment is Thubuti, confirmation and not to have greed is the Salbi. Uh, the last portion of it, Mali Abdul Quddus from Af Africa, South Africa is busy doing the translation of that. You know Marana Abrar al-Haq, when he used to make his way on a journey, he would carry this earthen pot, was it? Or was it that flask? or jug in which he used to keep his water and people would say, oh, oh there's Maulana, is going with his water and he's taking this and he's taking that. But Maulana himself used to say, see these people, right? They are going to come to me to ask for water and exactly that would happen. That as the journey would go, they would all be coming to Maulana, Maulana, some water please. 
Molana, some water, please? I'll give you the incident which Molana Muhammad Ahmad Saab used to quote abundantly. The incident of Akbar Badshah. Akbar, the king. I mean, he's the king, but he goes on hunting on one occasion and he's in the wilderness, in the Bundus, uh, uh, and in the open, in the jungles. And now he's absolutely thirsty and hungry and he finds this hut in which this person gives him some water to drink or maybe some food, whatever it was. And after finishing that ordinary simple bedou and a nomad in the, in the jungles, he says to him, listen, you must come to my palace. You must come and meet me. Nevertheless, this person on one occasion comes and when he describes himself to uh, the ministers or to the guards, they allow him in. Rather, they even recognize him. He explains what's his situation. He says, and I've come to meet the king. When he's brought in and ushered into the court, he finds Akbar himself. I mean, the halat of Akbar are different. I mean, I'll tell you, at this time here, this was his halat, that he was in sajda. So he said, listen, what is he doing? So they said to him, no, he's asking someone very great, meaning referring to Allah. They're trying to explain uh, to this Bedouin and the nomad, this villager, that he's asking. So he says that, is that the case? Now look at this here. He doesn't even meet Akbar Bacha. He turns away and he walks. And he says, if that's the case, then why do not, if he's asking someone greater, then why don't I ask that being myself? Allahu Akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the wealth of Tawheed. Wahidullah. فَإِنَّ التَّوْحِيدِ رَأْسُ الطَّاعَاتِ Proclaim the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because Tawheed is the head of all different acts of obedience. All ta'at, all goodness. Whatever you do, do whatever you have to do. But if there's no Tawheed and oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's nothing. Allah bless us with the wealth of Tawheed, the nur of Risalat and Allah Put our hearts at peace and rest with the grand connection, this nisbat and connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now let's make dua. Rabbana la tuzih qulubana ba'da id hadaytana wa hablana milladunka rahma innaka anta al-wahhab. Allahumma inna nas'aluka nafsan bika mutma'inna. Oh Allah, we ask you for the contented soul. Tu'minu bi liqa'ik. And look at how beautiful this dua is. We're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for nafsi mutma'inna. In the very same dua, in this very same hadith of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and this dua, he's actually telling us what's the three requisites of the nafsi mutma'inna. The three special characteristics and features of nafsi mutma'inna. One is that that nafs wants to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has iman. In liqa, in meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that I'm going to meet Allah. Tu minu bi liqa'ik, wa tarda bi qadaik, and this nafs is always happy with your decision, with your qada, with your taqdeer, wa taqna'u bi ataik, and it is uh, contented with your gift and bestowal. Whatever you give, this nafs is pleased with it. Nevertheless, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us all in Jannah. Allah ta'ala let us uh, be privileged 
with the shafaat of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with the barakat of this great month, the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. You know, as in saying all of that, some type of ta'aleem of the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh Allah, you become ours and make us yours. كُنْ لَنَا وَجْعَلْنَا لَكْ رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ وَتُبْ عَلَيْنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ بِحُرْمَةِ سَيِّدِ النَّبِيِّ الْكَرِيمُ صلى الله عليه وسلم